We're all Thomas. Not many of us want to admit it, there's a, but there's a side to each of us that doubts things when we hear them. Now, it might be because it just doesn't seem logical. Like that first time your teacher says, the earth is round. And you look around and think it looks pretty flat to me. Or maybe we doubt things because they just shouldn't be. When I lived in Abilene, there was a four-year-old at the preschool I worked at that had headaches. Turns out he had a cancerous brain tumor. Four-year-olds shouldn't get cancerous brain tumors. Or maybe it's us doubting things because we don't understand how it could be possible. In Oklahoma in 1999, there was a horrific tornado that ripped through. A 10-month-old was torn from her mother's arms during that deadly tornado and was found later the next day face down in the mud 100 feet away from her house, still alive and completely healthy. We doubt things that are unbelievable. We doubt things that are hard for us to imagine, even if it's something good that has happened, like this 10-month-old being completely healthy and unharmed after flying in the air 100 feet. We question the possibility and almost want to run experiments on things that we hear like they do on Mythbusters to see if things are even plausible. We sometimes even get sucked in to things that don't matter at all, like those little Facebook links where it's like, click here to see that Mama June has lost 232 pounds. I don't even watch that show, and yet I clicked that link to see what she looked like weighing 232 pounds less. We're all Thomas. Put yourself in Thomas's shoes. He's devoted three years of his life to following this man who defied all odds. A man who walked on water, turned water to wine, who made the blind to see, and who brought the dead back to life. A man who made others think twice before casting stones. A man who overturned tables in the temple. A man who thousands came to see and hear. Who people tore holes into roofs to lower friends down in. Who those who were short as Zacchaeus climbed trees. Who women would even reach out to touch just the hem of his garment. And then... In a crazy whirlwind of events, he was dead. He was gone. And with him, all the dreams, all the hope, all the possibilities, all gone. Without him, there was no creative imagination. Without him, there was only sadness, guilt, and grief. 
For Thomas, everything that he had been looking forward to after three years of believing was all gone. So Thomas's honesty in his answer is probably him trying to protect and preserve himself. He's saying he can't take any more heartbreak. Don't play with me is what he's saying. Don't play with my heart, my emotions. I can't take any more. He refuses to get his hopes up again, to believe again, unless he can see Jesus with his own eyes and know for sure that it's him. He's not willing to risk getting his hopes up again. He's not daring to believe again. He's not giving Jesus a second chance, and he's not going to imagine a new way of life. It's hard to believe in second chances. It's much easier when it's someone else. When we encourage others to dream big, to accomplish the impossible, where there are no limits. A friend of mine from college was on the cover of People magazine in their People Half Their Size issue. She had lost half of her previous body weight. Losing that kind of weight was a very big deal for her. And we applauded her as friends the whole process through, telling her that she could do it. She could make this happen. Nothing could stand in her way. Good days or bad, we encouraged her. But when it comes to ourselves, I don't know if we just tell ourselves, no, we need to think more realistic. Or if we want to just you know, tell ourselves that we're trying to get an attainable goal. But we fail to see ourselves as anything more than we currently are in the present moment. We fail to imagine what new life might look like for ourselves. We stop thinking second chances are allowed or that a new way of life is even possible when we think about ourselves. It looks too far out of reach. It doesn't seem real. But yet new life happens all the time. It's all around us. We need to pull off our Thomas lens that we see the world in. We need to be able to see ourselves in that same light. To remove whatever heartache, whatever pain ails us, that's holding us back, that's preventing us from being all that we can be. We need to be able to imagine a world where we do have second and third and 125,000 different chances to get things right. We need to envision a world in which we know without a doubt that we are beautifully and wonderfully made, that we were created 
for so much more than what we think we can attain. We need to dare to imagine a renewed life and give God the opportunity to make second chances a reality in our life. The tomb is empty. Let us act with confidence in everything that we do. God has given us so much. We need to take that, use that, and apply it in our lives so that we can do all that we were meant to do. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, number 264, three times through.